you're looking to sell your home at realestateagentsitrust.com. Our goal is to ease the stress of home selling by helping you sell your home as quickly as possible at the best price possible. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and I want to thank you. In just the last few months, thousands of Blaze Radio listeners just like you have contacted our agents. So if you're thinking of selling your home or if you want help buying a home, go to realestateagentsitrust.com and let our individually selected agents earn your business. realestateagentsitrust.com Nice crowd shot from Donald Trump's Massachusetts rally. Um, can, we get a, can we get a shot of it? Uh, it's apparently uh, uh, large. Somewhat mind-boggling there. This is a, that's a good, it's a good-sized crowd. Yeah, definitely in Massachusetts. Went to Lowell, Massachusetts, which I think is uh, isn't that suburban Boston, or is it further out than that? Uh, about five miles south of the New Hampshire border, apparently, for uh, one of his uh, trademark big arena rallies and last night. And uh, that's what the crowd looked like. Wonder how, how many people is that? Eight thousand? Yep, around eight thousand. Mm-hmm. Good crowd. Uh, named after uh, it's it's named after uh, Senator Paul Songus. Does hold about eight thousand people. Local officials were estimating it was filled to capacity or beyond. That's uh, a lot, uh, especially considering the high yesterday in Lowell was twenty nine degrees, and uh, Trump's rally didn't start until evening, so it was probably a little cooler than that. So people braved the night chill. Um, they're used to that the uh, there. Um, yeah, they brave the much. night chill and what is dis- you know, destructive to everybody else in the world uh, yeah. every day. That's what they do in New Hampshire, um, Massachusetts, I guess, in this case. Yeah, but the Washington Post was apparently quite impressed with it. No, it is. That's a great crowd. I mean, look. You know, it is. You know, there is something to be said for uh, celebrity presence. Is um, Jim Gilmore uh, bringing that kind of crowd? No. He's not. Oh, uh, well, they're not reporting on it. Yeah, they won't tell you about <laughs> the crowds at Jim Gilmore. <laughs> really? In fact, I haven't heard him mentioned in months. Uh, and I have not seen him drop out. So what are they hiding? He, you know? Yeah, he, That's what I'm saying. he has not dropped out. You notice how Donald Trump will not talk about Jim Gilmore? I have noticed He's that. afraid of I him. I have noticed. Ted Cruz, did he bring him up today? No. No, he's no, he afraid of him. Yeah. Let's be honest about it. Let's be honest. They're terrified of this guy. You know, I think Gilmore chased Lindsey Graham right out of the race. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about that. Right out of the freaking race. And uh, you want to talk about stalling Pataki momentum? Who's left? Jim Gilmore. He's still there. When all these other guys go Mm -hmm. away, Gilmore will still be in the race. In 2018, Mm -hmm. when the the election's over, Gilmore will still be in the race. We do have a story. He did show up at a 7-Eleven in uh, Des Moines, Iowa yesterday, where there were over four people in. They were already there. But still, they didn't leave when he came. Yeah, the only thing I would disagree with you, he did not go to Des Moines. He does not have the campaign finances <laughs> to actually go to the state. True. Even driving, he doesn't have the gas money. He's Why not just drop out? <laughs> Why not just drop out? We have this uh, little uh, five-ring, um, uh, these stupid headphones today, yeah. uh, five-ring yeah. circus thing that 538 put together a while ago that we've been re- referencing throughout the campaign. And they put all the candidates on there, and they put them in the little circles. Are they moderates? Are they Tea Party? Are they mm. establishment? What are they? Uh, Jim Gilmore does not appear. He's never oh, actually really? earned a spot on the on the list. Jeez. So there were 17 candidates. What are we down to, like 13 now? Something like that? I think 12. 12. I think we're at 12 right now. So that's also too many, uh, by the way. Um, yeah, and Brad Paul is saying, by the way, if he doesn't get to the main stage debate, he won't even go. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, if that happens, I, I don't know. That doesn't probably help his campaign, right? No. I mean, I guess being on the... the get some, some extra news. Yeah, maybe it's better than being on the baby stage. Yeah. You know, maybe, and nobody's yeah. talking about Rand Paul anymore. I know.
including us. Someone, someone in uh, uh, except now was talking um, just the other day. I heard, um, and it was like, well, a year ago uh, the polls looked a lot different. The top tier candidates were, and they went through them, and Rand Paul was one of them. Yeah, you know, just a year ago, I mean, Rand Paul was one of the top guys. It was Rand Paul, Jeb Bush. Uh, Scott Walker. Oh, yeah. Walker um, was big right it's now. It's amazing a year how fast ago. that changes. It yeah. really is. And again, you know, we pointed this out and because, you know, Donald Trump is still dominating the news coverage, as he will, I think, to the end of the end of time. I mean, whether he wins or not, he will still dominate the news coverage mm -hmm. when, you know, let's say Ted Cruz is the nominee. They will still be talking about what Donald Trump is doing. Um, so whatever, but right. you look at uh, this is um, at this point in 2012, Newt Gingrich still was leading by 3.4 points. At this point in uh, 2008, Rudy Giuliani was still leading by mm -hmm. 2.6 points. Yeah. Uh, in 2008, Hillary Clinton was not only leading but destroying Barack Obama by 19 points. At this point in 2008, and uh, in 2004, Howard Dean looked like the surest thing of all sure things, uh, up by 15 points. And I, I remember in the Howard Dean thing, b thinking, I remember s we went to Iowa for that, uh, for that um, caucus. And we were uh, at a hotel in, I think it was Des Moines. And I remember walking in through the door and looking over at the big TV in the lobby, and all the supporters from all the different campaigns were there. And, you know, they had firemen for Kerry and, you know, Howard Dean. With, literally, it was orange vests or something. They had orange hats. I can't remember. They had some, uh, some you know, clothing that was, like, particular to a lot of the volunteers. And I remember walking in there and just looking at that and thinking to myself, my God, two weeks ago, Howard Dean was a lock to win this thing. Mm -hmm. And John Kerry supporters are sitting here uh, uh, celebrating. And then I take the, the hotel, uh, hotel elevator up to my room, get in, order a little room service, to flip on the TV just to watch Howard Dean do the the uh, I have a scream uh, speech, uh, which you know eff effectively destroyed his campaign. And mm -hmm. people look at that and say, "Wow, he made that speech and he lost. He lost Iowa, and he was and making then that he speech made the after." Speech. Yeah. I mean, his campaign was probably over anyway. Mm -hmm. um, and he just re I remember thinking after that on the way home. Never again will I make a political prediction. Like, it's just anything can happen. Yeah. And of course, I've violated that like a thousand times since. But literally anything can happen. At any point, it just... It's very true. 20-point swings happen overnight. Someone said uh, it wasn't until mid-January that Rick Santorum had a poll in which he registered in the double digits in Iowa. Wow. He, and then he won. won the state. Yeah. I mean, we didn't know until two weeks after yeah, and that Iowa his campaign. Quite, quite and a bit. that hurt, that hurt a, lot. a lot. Yeah. I that remember hurt. being pissed off yeah, about he that. He got because, robbed on that. Yeah, bad. we really yeah. wanted him then. And and uh, he, it was a couple weeks later, they recounted or whatever, and then they said, oh, well, by the way, uh, I know we're on to New Hampshire, but uh, Rick Santorum won the last one. So. I think it was after New Hampshire. Yeah. It might have been after yeah. New yes, Hampshire. It was. It was. Um, yeah. And uh, the same, I mean, it's bizarre. I mean, really, when you think about it, it's like they took that, sort of took that away from him. They kind of did. Um, and took out any chance yep. he had. Now, Rick, Rick Santorum did not have a great nationwide campaign. He really focused on Iowa and needed to win it. And maybe you can argue needed to win it handily. Um, but uh, he did win, and it should have had a bump from that. Uh, yeah. And the same thing happened, though, with Huckabee. Huckabee didn't hit double digits until, until early to mid-January um, in, in Iowa in 2008, and he won it. Did he? Yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's, I, for, I forgot that he won Iowa. It's bizarre how late that happens. Jeez. Because, I mean, we sit here and we talk about this stuff. 
15 hours a week we're talking about this stuff. And, mm-hmm. and at some level, the most interesting part of talk radio is a primary like this. Because <laughs> we can always say, yes, Hillary Clinton sucks, and yes, uh, the Republican nominee is better. But when you're talking about the differences between the supposed conservatives and trying to sort that mess out, it's probably what, you know, what should be the most interesting time. Instead, it just pisses everybody off. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone is like, well, my guy, you're not being nice to my guy. And everyone gets so, I mean, this is the worst thing in the world for, uh, for conservatives uh, and conservative talk radio because this is why you'll see a lot of hosts who just are like, oh, you know who's wonderful? All of them. They're all wonderful. A lot of people do that because there's no winning. You know, I mean, we take the stupid tact of just telling you what we think and just bashing our head against the wall. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, well, that's because they're I, all wonderful. Seems a little pathetic, too. I, yeah, I can't live like that. You know, I, it's, like, I it's, can't. it's interesting because somebody sent me some audio from uh, Russia show yesterday and he was talking about Trump and and uh, he never gives his opinion. He just doesn't state an opinion on Trump. He's he claims not to be for him. But he's certainly not against him. You see, I mean, he's, he's been he's critical of him here sort and there. Of but, there yeah. uh, and talking about him. And so Levin does somebody called in, and Levin does the same thing. Somebody called in and, and said, uh, it's not me, but my parents and my family is saying they don't like Trump. Can you tell me why? Why would they not like him? And so he's like, well, let me give some information. <laughs> like, uh, do you really need information? I mean, don't you have enough information to so. understand why conservatives would not like Donald Trump? It's pretty easy. It's an easy one. Yeah, I mean, Mark Levin's laid it out yeah, uh, expertly. Yeah, uh, yeah, I've heard him do it. Um, and, and, like, I'm, you know, I'm certainly not talking about anybody specific here. I mean, I, you know, I think there's, there are definitely hosts that make that choice. I have heard Rush be critical of him when he was talking about Ted Cruz. Yes, um, and I think that's what shut him down. Because it was that week before the debate, and then suddenly at the debate, he's all Mr. Nice Guy with Cruz. You notice that? Yeah. I I, I think Rush kind of snapped him back into line. You're like, okay, maybe I better not attack Ted Cruz because people like him. Uh, But (laughs) as far as the field is concerned, um, nationally... Trump is is still with has that sizable lead, but I, I don't know. I think this is still one from a couple of weeks ago, or is this brand new? According to NBC News, this is a new one. It's an online poll, though. Okay, uh, Republican or Republican leaning registered voters. Trump has thirty five percent support, compared to eighteen percent for Cruz, thirteen for Rubio. Um, so, still, Ted is pretty well positioned here. And the uh, darker red line is what? Oh, that's men. Men and women, yeah, 21 Trump. and 13, so it winds up at 18. Uh, for Trump, his his support is heavily men, 39 to 29. So is Cruz, though. I mean, they're both. Um, Rubio mm-hmm. has the best uh, splits there, I guess, uh, although he'd rather have the higher numbers. Uh, yes. <laughs> hey, I Jim Gilmore has 0% of men and women, and I don't think he's celebrating that. <laughs> that's not it's not necessarily what you no, want. No, probably not. Yeah, uh, Rubio's going to be in here this week too, right? Um, is he? I think yeah. he's he's going to be on the sh- is it tomorrow? He's on the show Thursday. Right? On the show in Thursday. studio? Or is he just on I think on so. I think he's in the studio. Phone. I that's could what be wrong. On said that. on his Facebook page. Okay. Well, uh, that'll be fun. Um, meanwhile, Cruz has a uh, an ad out um, and uh, it's called First Principles ad and let's take a look at what that Barack is. Obama sticks by his principles. It's time for Republicans to stand by ours. Mm. That's how we win. And that's how I'll lead. As president, I won't compromise the values that make us who we are. Thank you. The Constitution wasn't a first draft. Our border 
isn't a revolving door. And the rule of law wasn't meant to be broken. America is off track, but our founding principles will get us back. I'm Ted Cruz, and I approve this message. Oh, see what he did there? He, um, can we go back to the end of the I commercial? Like I've, I've noticed that. It's a good little logo. <laughs> it's a good little logo. Mm. Trust Ted and see the T in trust acts as the T in Ted as well. Right. It starts out, it just says trust Ted, and then it comes together. It says trusted. trusted. Yeah. So it's trusted, but also trust, trust Ted. Ted. That's not bad. Nice. It's That's actually bad. It's kind of cute. Yeah, it's kind of cute. It's adorable, really. <laughs> and then you can go to uh, tedcruz.org. If you'd like to contribute it to it, it says that on there too. Yeah, it says. Can we go back right to that uh, for a second? Yeah, it, I think it does say, it says, you know, the end right where it says, TedCruz.org is where you could go if you wanted to support him, perhaps. You know, and I don't know, make a donation or whatever. Does it come I'm just saying trusted. you could. Is you that what these to. guys do? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know much about it. Apparently, you can go to <laughs> TedCruz.org and then make a donation of some sort or volunteer to help, whatever the case may be. Huh. Huh. Yeah. The Constitution wasn't the first draft. Okay. It's really the law of the land. All right. I don't know. Did they mean it? No. You know, do these guys really mean it? We ever, ever investigated no. whether they really meant us to look at it? I'm not you sure. Know? I'm not sure. If they wanted us to look at it, they would have printed up a lot of copies and posted it online. Okay. <laughs> Instead, they did got it that. ever go online? No. Uh, no. From them? No. 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 No, it did not. And they didn't care. They That's didn't a good really point, care. They're like, you know what? Here's some look recommendations. Look at it like that. If it's if not this online, works for you guys, it didn't happen. Hey, if this works for you guys, fine. If it doesn't, fine. Do what you need to do. Here's some ideas we have now, but More they're going to be a, old in like 10 years. A recommendation, if yeah. you will. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what they did. I mean, yeah. uh, that's the way it works. Right. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on wash and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now.